Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Kaylin Patterson, P4P Real Talk Midwest Muscle in the house. And this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in the world. And if you're a drug-free athlete and looking for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your goals, <laughs> like a max up to ice cream, check us out at peoplebemuscle.com. And now, let's chit-chatter with a banter. And yes, I still have my co-hostess with the mostess. I'm talking about Davaroy. And she'll be joining us as soon as I get this thing figured out. I'll tell you what. i tell you what. How you doing, Desiree? And good evening. <laughs> I am good. I am happy to be among those in listener land tonight. Thanks for bringing me in. <laughs> And for those of you who don't know, we we can control when our our uh, our guest and even our co-host can uh, can start to chime into the conversation. So it sounds like we were having a little bit of uh, technical difficulty, but we got that all worked out. Yes, there you go. Because uh, the the good thing about live shows is the listeners get to hear it as it happens. The bad thing about live shows. If anything go wrong, then we still got to work our way through it. <laughs> and, the listen, and the listeners get to listen to everything that happens. So that's no. the good part and the bad part of it, I think. Yes. But it, it, it's fun. It, it's fun. Um, I, I it know is you fun. Guys, yeah, I, I know you guys are a little uh, – we, we can't get past this because I'm already getting the questions coming in. About yesterday's, uh, I don't know what to call it. Uh, that you're familiar with it. Uh, I I knew. I found out uh, toward the afternoon. Um, we are real talk. I'll just say it like that. Uh, we don't. We're not the real gossip or the real rumor. We are. Yes, exactly. Yes. So if, if we don't know the factual basis of what we're speaking. We don't like to try – well, I don't even like to mess with it because, you know, who am I to basically interject on things that I don't know the full story about. Uh, what we know is what you know. I'm sure some of you might know more than that. I don't want to do hearsay. I'll let Dan speak for herself on that. But I, as a, a member of, of the Christian faith and walk, I'm not at liberty to ever do that or judge anyone. And I, so I don't do that in my life, uh, whether it be the radio, whether it be the gym, or anything else. If I don't know, I will tell you. If I do know, and it's information that I'm not allowed to share, I will not. And if it's things that are basically common knowledge, I will share that. This is how I live. It doesn't change on the radio. It doesn't change on the interview. It doesn't change in our videos. I have to be a certain person because that's the guy commands me to be. I'm a servant of God, and I walk that line. Uh, as I'll let you say what you need. Oh, I mean, I think you have covered it. I mean, we're not e-entertainment. We're not Lori Povich. We're not Geraldo or uh, any of the like programming. But 
we are real talk, and I think that's a very private manner um, that has gone very public, and somewhere in between the two stories is something that's probably closest to the truth. I'm not saying that either are liars, but you've got two opposing views, and guys, divorce is never, it's never pretty. And, and uh, especially when you have allegations of physical abuse, and that just um, ratchets up the intensity of the message and the feelings and the anger. And so you've got their two emotions going on, and then you've got a whole crowd of people who have nothing to do with it getting wrapped up in the emotions as well. And this wildfire has taken off, and you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> And I'm not going to speculate, but I am going to pray. So I would ask that you all pray for that entire family, and especially those two beautiful little kids that have to survive whatever this is. And uh, that's the best we can do for them. And that's, uh, well, you know, it's not the best we can do, but it's, it's a very important thing. Yeah, it is the best we can do. It's in a very important part. And, you know, if there is some financial hardship out there um, and you guys want to support that, you do your one-on-one communication and contacting and work out whatever is on your heart and um, and just go from there. But uh, that's really all I have to say about that matter. Yeah, and I was going to second what you were saying about the children. Uh, we live in a very open and social atmosphere, but it seems to be in a very negative atmosphere at the same time. And the children will grow up, and this stuff will be out there in the Ethernet forever. So we have to be very careful because we're talking about someone's mom and someone's dad, and they have to read And, you know, those words are just as harmful then as they are now. So be very careful. I I know people are are set in, in what they want to say and do, that's your choice, but when you talk about children, you're talking about someone else's option and reality. So, you know, just be careful with that. And I'm not turning the time, since we're not going to talk about the subject, we're not going to talk about that. But I'm just saying, you know, with the children involved, you're talking about very young minds and uh, very young lives. And they have to live with this as well. So just keep that in mind. And let's keep it cordial and considerate and, and try to be adult about a very tough topic and a very tough situation to live through. It's not easy for yep. anyone, and we're not going nope. to sit there and play, uh, you know, devil's advocate on any of this. And, guys, I really appreciate your concern about both parties, whether you agree or disagree, but this is just things that we do not want to mess with since we don't have any factual basis to go off of. Yes? Yep. What he said, what he said. Um, so, with that being said, I would like to uh, I would like to transition on and and again, you know, do what you need to do. Reach out the way you feel like you need to reach out, and um, and and just follow follow your heart from there, and um, and 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 just try to be a light in darkness and not add to the confusion in the darkness. That's all I will say. Um, so beyond that, you know, we talk to a lot of athletes and we give you insights into a lot of athletes. And there is one athlete that I would like to spend a little time on tonight, and he's going to be totally surprised and shocked. But, hey, 
I've got the conch shell right now. If you read Lord of the Flies, you know what I'm talking about. And so I'm going to set the tone for tonight's interview. And that athlete that I want to talk about is Mr. Kalen Patterson. Um, We hear a lot about, yeah, you heard me. You heard me about his involvement in different things, different activities, and his experience as a coach and as a bodybuilder. But as you all know, it's been a little bit since we've seen Kalen step on a stage, and I know he's working towards that. But this is going to be a very real example of sometimes how life can get in the way of your plan but yet you can still persevere and that there will always be another show if things don't work out according to plan. So with that being said, Kaylin Patterson, I'm totally putting you on the spot, but I would like for you just to share with us a little bit about, um, you know, whatever it is you're comfortable with, just about the last year, year and a half, and just your strides and endeavors to get back to the stage and how you've been able to keep a uh, positive attitude and and pushing through some of the things that have have slowed your progress down a little bit. Um, Because there's some very real-world things that have been going on, and we've done shows about them. We've had suicides. We've had some other issues. um, And they've been very near and dear to you, very close to home, people that you know um, yes. But yet you're still striving forward and you still have those goals. So just talk to us a little bit about how you just keep moving forward when life just wants to keep pulling you backward. Oh, my goodness. I was totally surprised by this one. But, yeah, I, I, was, I can share because, you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of things that we, we like to do. Dad and I talk about getting on stage together, uh, being able to share the stage as uh as just competitors and, and, and athletes and just enjoying the moment of, of prepping and stuff like that. And that was a really big thing for, for me because I was just so happy because actually Des and I have been on stage at the same time. We just didn't know each, know each other to know. Yeah, we, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, this was one of those things that we had put on the bucket list, our bucket list. And it was a lot of fun in planning. And then, you know, there were people that passed away that I knew. Some took their lives, but um, some, you know, just had things, you know, life happened, and, and, and they, they lost their lives at different times. It was just a whole bunch of, like, what would be considered negative things, and you take it on. You take it in a way that, that, that you know, hopefully you don't fall apart. But you do understand that this, these are people that you know, these are people that are close to you. And, you know, some of the things are drugs, some of them were peer pressure, some of them were, you know, just, just life-happening events that you just don't see coming. And as much as you might plan, it doesn't go well in your life because you still have that emotional part that now has to come to the terms that people are gone, missing, or whatever. And, you know, this has been where you plan it and then you have to plan a funeral. And you, I don't know too many people that can do that kind of juggling act when it's back-to-back times of suicides. And and you basically have to do, and I, I confided in that, so she knows what I'm talking about. This is not a surprise to her. 
when I was selling it, you know, because I was basically at wit's end and my mind was just going so far off the track that what kind of prep and what kind of representation would I have as an athlete, as a sponsored athlete, if I'm just stepping on stage just to basically say I stepped on stage. The creditor just doesn't do those things. Uh, I know people that yeah. do, but that's on them. Uh, for me, it's always been from a competitor's point of view, I want to bring my best and I want everyone on stage to have brought their best. You know, whether it be an example of, of really good fitness or someone who's done a transformation, you still want to come out there representing and looking the best you could at that at a perspective time. I'm not talking about just stepping on stage with a physique that says I, I should be up there. I'm saying a competitive physique that's going for first place. Um, with that being said, I also had the involvement of the children and that, you know, uh, get together. And that's where you understand where, you know, you do have to take a back seat because when it comes to children, they don't understand press. They don't understand, you know, why you can't spend this time when you've been introduced as a good person and they try to see you in that light and then they realize you actually are. And children can't be fooled even though people think they can pull the wool over their eyes. Children know their surroundings, they know their environment, and they know the people that they're dealing with. And I wanted to be as real as possible and give as much love and support to them as I could, and being in a uh, in a competitive state of mind, you generally can't give a child that full attention that they're hungering for. I'm not talking about a child that understands about love and uh, you know activities and and responsibilities. Yeah. I'm talking about children that just don't see a real individual. And if you're going to give you, you have to give a person that you can present every day, and in a preparatory uh, mindset, I would not have been able to do that. And it was uh, uh, a choice, but it wasn't very hard for me to do when you realize that these children have nothing. And when you understand that you are making a choice, it should be an easy choice to make when you figure, when you realize that there are people out there that don't have that option, and you're the only option they have. And I wanted this to be successful. I wanted Cindy to know that she had made a good choice in asking me to be a representative of natural bodybuilding for those children. And I wanted it to be able to get a foundation set that we could move forward. And that takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of preparation. And it takes a lot of energy and effort. And on a caloric deficit, it would have been much harder to do in front of children that are learning that you can be strong and you can do things that are and, and you guys yeah I appreciate the hearts and everything, but I'm being open and honest about this. It was it was it was rough because you know the kid in me that's always wanting to speak had to take a back seat to the adult that had to step up to what was going on, and it's just something I wanted the children to know that we were going to be there for the long haul. And you can't do that in a weakened state of mind and not being able to answer questions fully because children come up with questions that you would never dream of or even begin to uh, contemplate. That's, That's the truth. No, I mean, and you can't hand it off to me with your story. <laughs> but uh, so, so you've just been talking about, you know, some of the things that have set us off track. And I know 
especially when, um, you know, earlier in the year last year when all of these suicides and deaths and just things kept coming one after the other, and then not to even yeah. mention your motorcycle gets stolen and you have car trouble yeah. after car trouble, and you're just like, dear Lord, can I get a break? Can the sun shine on me just a little bit? But, you know, the Lord says, even in your trial, that's where you find me in your greatest strength. Well, he doesn't say that exactly. I'm paraphrasing, but yes. you guys get the gist. And so in the, in the, through all of that, though, I mean, you still, okay, maybe the diet wasn't 100%. I get that. But you were still, like, very committed regimented yep. workouts a i know that's a release for you but secondly because you're just that committed to your health and wellness and your workouts and you yep. still manage to do yep. that even when the focus wasn't a hundred percent on all of the other areas so with that being said i mean you know sometimes you have to talk an athlete off of a cliff if they mess up, something's not happening right. And I just want you to share a little bit about, so all this stuff is coming. You're still trying to be consistent. But how um, comforting is it to know or how? when did you come to the point where you just had to say, you know what, there's always going to be another show? I really, really wanted to hit this show. But as you said, I couldn't do it in a manner that I would want to do it. And you know, where do you get to the point where you just find peace in knowing that there's always going to be another show, but without letting that frame of mind become the end of the story? Because you could also swing all the way to the other end of the spectrum where there's always another show that just never comes. Exactly. how did you find that peace? And then what are you doing to make sure that that next show becomes a reality? Well, the biggest thing is trying to get all the problems solved when it seems like there's always another one that you don't see for see coming. And it's just coming to the point in time where, you know, it's always going to be something else. It's always going to be something that's a problem. It's always going to be something ahead that you don't see. I mean, life is life. And we, Lord knows on this show, we've talked to some of the best people that have handled the toughest situations. And it's so hard to get that in your mind that it's going to happen to you as well. And, you know, like you said, all during this time when we're dealing with other people's issues, I have issues going on, and it seems like it's just a mountain, and you're trying to make sure it's one you can always find. And, you know, you do reach out, you do ask for prayers, and you do have those times where it says, well, man, is it even worth it? If, you know, if it's always going to be something yeah. else. But this yep. that we suffer through with our, the people we speak with, with the people we talk with on this show, and they found a way. And, it, you know, what What I ended up saying is, Lord, if you did it for them, I know you'd do it for me. And it just get through it. And it just it, it, it's, it's always going to be a tough time. It's always going to be a hard day. It's always going to be something that wants to slow you down, but it can't destroy you. And, you know, it, it, it's just that understanding that God is with us and if he's with us, then what can slow us down or stop us? We, there are going to be times where, you know, and I'll give you a good example. You know, when the motorcycle got stolen and the car broke down and I was walking and people would see me walking to the gym and then they'd see me work out at the gym and then they'd see me walk home 
And I'm talking miles, not blocks. I'm, I'm walking miles to get to the gym, and I'm walking miles to get home. And then pretty soon I'm riding the bike when it started becoming summer, and I'm, I'm riding the bike to the gym, and I'm riding, they see me work out, and they see me ride the bike on the way home. And basically it took a lot of excuses away from a lot of people who were saying, you know, I just don't have the time. And yet you have this guy that's basically walking to the gym, teaching his class, working out, and then walking home, then walking back for the nighttime to do his, the same thing. And there's no excuse on, you know, class, give me a minute. You know, I just got here. Can I take a break? It was just consistent hard work. And if you're driven to do the things you want to do, you'll find a way. And our guests are living examples. We've got hundreds of hundreds of guests that have been on our show, and that sounds surprising in itself, but that have found a way to get past that mountain. They didn't knock it down. They climbed it, and they went down the other side just like they came up, and they, they're, they're the stronger people from it. And we've, we've had countless times where it seemed like there was no way out, and they found a way. And, I, and just hearing those experiences is, is motivation in itself and knowing you have a guy that will protect you to get you through those times you're walking in the rain and you don't get sick. Amen and you, you, to you that. have these times where you're, you're struggling, but somebody, you know, that, that day when you feel like you're going to give out, somebody gives you a ride. So it, it's, it's always a time for us to depend on him. And when you do, you find a way to get better and stronger. And isn't that what he's teaching us in life? But so we can help support people that don't get the support. And the struggles became strength. And the strength became motivation. And the motivation became a solution to a problem you thought you wouldn't have one. So, you know, the, 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 I got Frankenbike now. And, then, you know, even when the clutch went out on it, it was like it's just something else. That's not going to slow me down. Oh, no. because, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> yes. So <laughs> when it, did the clutch go out on Frankenbike? <laughs> it uh, it went out. Um, I think it was Sunday when I was coming back oh, after no. doing late. And thankfully, I mean, like people thought I was mad, but I was not. I was yelling because I was thanking God, and I had my helmet on, so all they heard was, <laughs> and it was. Deep. Yelling and shouting, thanks, thanks to God, because it had gone out right on a turn where I didn't have any more stop signs, and I could just ride in that gear all the way to the house and basically try not to crash into the house when I hit the brake because, the, you know, I had no clutch. Oh, this, uh, this, this, yes, it was, it was bad. Oh, shoot, but praise the Lord. So I was really happy with that. So when I was yelling, everybody was like, well, what were you yelling for? Were you that mad? And I was like, no, I was that happy because I was so close to home when it happened, and I could get it there without tearing up the bike, you know, to get it to a safe spot and not leave it on the side of the road. So I was really happy about that. But these are the things I'm talking about where you go through the struggles, and that's something that's so small, it's not even worth getting upset about. Whereas there was a time when I would have been, you know, kicking rocks and yelling and screaming, you know, why me, you know, stuff like that. But now it's more like, you know, hey, it's not so bad because, you know, I've been through worse. So it was actually a good time that seemed like a bad time. But after the struggles, you do find the strength if you have a maturity and, and responsibility of understanding that you need to grow, just like everybody else you're teaching. How can I motivate people? If I don't know how to motivate myself, how do I get through those tough times for other people if I'm not going through these tough times myself? 
and they see, wow, it's a lot. And Kana's going through a lot. He, he was that guy on the side of the road walking. He was on the guy on the side of the road riding a bicycle and people splashing mud on him and blowing a horn to scare him. You know, they, these are the things they got to witness for themselves because I was doing it on a daily basis. So somebody at some time that I knew was going to see me, quote, unquote, struggling when really I'm just doing what I know I need to do to keep getting better. And, yeah, you are going to have down times and tough times, but what is your goal? You know, the journey is, is, is the joy. And if you don't find joy in the journey, then you won't ever get on stage. You won't ever be successful. You won't ever find that reason to smile. If the joy is through the, you know, overcoming the struggle, overcoming the pain, overcoming, overcoming just that, then you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better because it's, it, it, the problem doesn't go anywhere. It's there. Every single day it's there. The car has been down for I don't know how long. But, you know, when, when I couldn't get credit because I didn't have credit, I'm fine with that, you know, because they, I, I'll find a way. The Lord will get me through it just like he got me through everything else. Every single time something has come up to stop me, the Lord has shown me a, that ray of sunshine, and I followed it, and it, things got better. And people improved because I didn't give up, because he wouldn't let me. And because he wouldn't let me, I don't give up, and people get better. It, so it's, it's a constant improvement of everyone around me as I'm going through this struggle. That's when you know that there is a guy, and that's how other people grow because they can see that God is with you because even though what should have destroyed you didn't, everybody around you improved as you go through your struggle. And to me, that's the blessing in, in itself. And then to see people around you get better and start doing better, and then they start teaching, you can thank God and be joyful. So, you know, everything that's happened seems like it's been bad, but there's been a lot of good that's come from it, and that's how I know God is with you. All right. Well, all I can say is amen to that. Definitely praise the Lord. So your faith has clearly made you an overcomer. So the question now becomes, when do we get to see you up on a stage again? Well, I'm planning the Midwest stage. I say I'm planning because every time I say that I'm going to do it, it seems like something comes up. And uh, <laughs> that's my goal. And the diet has been has been really good. And I've been, you know, especially with, uh, you know, these, these I added days of cardio <laughs> from the bicycle. You know, it's actually uh, I have to slow down a little bit because of uh, the increased cardio. So we'll, we'll see. I should come in pretty good and pretty dialed in. And I'll be very happy to uh, uh, springboard that into the spring shows because I, I don't plan on getting down to a good, healthy weight. I, I, I'm not going try to try to stay super shredded, so those guys don't mess with me about that. I'm doing this in a, in a, in a very uh, knowledgeable way. Uh, Des and I are stupid with our bodies. We've seen the, the horrid uh, side effects of basically, you know, when you try to do what your body simply cannot do. So, you know, I'm doing that with a good understanding. I, I have a very good support group that's included. So, you know, they'll be keeping me in line. And I got my alter ego and snickerdoodle to make sure I'm not starving myself. (laughs) 
Yes, I did. Oh, yes, you did. Yes, you did. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you savor that moment with the snickerdoodle, um, without without making a uh, hashtag chocolate way for the win reference. Um, of course. <laughs> all right. So when is Midwest States and where and uh, who's promoting that show? Uh, that's Raven Kowski. I know P4P is going to be making an appearance down there. Uh, the the P4P boys. So it'll be nice to to meet up with them. I think the last time all of us were together on uh, at an event was uh, North American, the PNBA North American, and we had a great time. At that one, I think Miss Desiree made her uh, debut. I did at, uh, and that's an OCB show. And I, you know, it wasn't a debut, but I. Let's see. At P P, yeah, possibly. Poss- oh, are we talking way back when? Or are we talking about three? Way back how when? How many years ago was that? Way back when, yes, that was when I made my debut there. But then I was also at his show probably two and a half, three years later, and it was one of my first shows when I was coming back off of my extended rest. And I yes. believe at that show, um, hey, I think I even want <laughs> to, this is going to sound bad on my recollection, and I, I don't mean anything by it, but I'm I'm pretty sure... If I'm got the right show in mind, just because my memory is so bad these days, honestly, I have so much brain fog going on. I have to work that out. But um, Masters competition went really well. I believe yeah. I won that class, and it was a pro yeah. card. So that yeah. was a good show. I mean, they're all yeah, good they shows, are. but I mean, you know, it was it was a good show. So, <laughs> so that will be awesome. Very good. Very good. And what was the date on that again? Or did you that's say? the 17th of November. All right. So that's coming up. That's around the, the corner. So. Yes. Yep. Yep. So everyone send some warm fuzzies Kalen's way. Throw up those prayers that he's able to stay on the straight and narrow path with his prep and actually make that event and do his thing on that stage. But I, I can also say in in the spring that uh, we're gonna I'm I'm big, well, I, I have at least five shows lined up for next year, and uh, the Chi Town for sure because that sword I'm telling you that's uh, oh my goodness <laughs> I'm gonna be so jelly if you end up with the sword before me but I don't plan on hitting a stage until the fall if even then so your odds are good. So I still, I mean, I hope you do, but I will be a little bit jealous. Well, I, one thing I've noticed is uh, with the workouts and the duration, my, my muscle bellies have not suffered. And that was the one thing I've had happen with with the caloric deficit in pro, uh, pro, uh, previous preps is that a lot of times when I went flat, it was hard to get them, get the muscles back up. And for what we mean about flat muscles is basically when you diet down, you, you of course, uh, decrease in calories. And sometimes it's hard to get that vascular, muscular look from uh, some of the food you take in prior to stepping on stage. And it's just been a constant blessing 
for all the, the, the work and not having to see the diminished returns of fat falling off and muscles falling out exactly with the same amount. So I, I'm very thankful to God for that. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, then this should be an impressive show. And if there are uh, any other bodybuilders out there that have been waiting for your chance to get back on stage with uh, Kaylin Patterson, you got to mark your calendar. Get ready, guys. Be there. Give him a run for his money because he wouldn't have it any other way. All right. All right. All right. So with that being said, for Kaylin Patterson, thanks for sharing your story tonight. Um, and it was totally impromptu. He had no idea that I was going to set up the I show didn't. that way. So he was very gracious, but uh, your words were um, very wise. So uh, you've got the last word for tonight. You know what? You have never done a shout-out because you've never been the interviewee. So why don't you go ahead and uh, give a few shout-outs tonight? Oh, first, give an honor to God. Always to <laughs> Um <laughs> The author has finished in my face. I thank God every day for everything he's allowed me to, to go through. And I was just talking to a friend about this, you know, with the, the motorcycle accident and the, the drunk driver and the fact that I'm here. You know, you, you, you can't overlook that. You know, there's there's no other reason for me being here than, than God basically giving me another chance. Um, my family, my friend, uh, Des, my co-host, she's been there from day one. It's like uh, we're twins running around here sometimes. And uh, <laughs> she's been a definite blessing, and I, I thank God. And to all our, our listeners and supporters, I mean, guys, the fact that we've gone over 20,000, it's just amazing to me. Um, it just... That that's always going to be something, and and you know to have 648 people ready for us to start the show, and we're not ready. I, I laugh at that now because I remember when it was just five or six or ten, and now to have 600 people for waiting for show. us to start a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that's, that's just, for the whole just, show. <laughs> <laughs> so we 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 definitely thank you for that, and uh, to anybody that's. Um, Really one to, for the natural industry. I also I, I got to give a shout out to Misty Weatherford because uh, she really yes. tried to to get on this show today. It's her birthday and she still wanted to do that, but uh, work wouldn't uh, wouldn't let that happen. Happy birthday, Misty! Um, big yes. shout out to you and the fact that you want uh, Des and I autograph, even though we want yours on our, our uh, alter ego jugs. A big shout out to P for P for following through on what they said. Really honored to be a part of this whole movement. It's it's a beautiful thing that uh, you know you have King and Queen of the Hill. I guess I did go sideshow with this uh, shout out, but I do I do want to get that out there because that's big, that's huge. Uh, Meshach's going to have yeah, his uh, sure. place on there. Yeah, so we're we're, we're gonna yep. we're gonna be looking yep. for you guys to get autographed uh, jugs and tubs. And uh, it's it's really an honor to be a part of that. So big shout out to P for P. Thank God for you guys and and all that you have planned. And and again, thanks to my co-host uh, Des. She's a she's a true gem. <laughs> anytime, anytime. You know what? Just praise the Lord because I couldn't. There was no way I ever would have foreseen that I was going to be part 
of this movement, if you will, because I'll call it that, and the way yes, that it's is. grown, and it was, you know, it, it's just a blessing, and it's amazing, and I think it continues to grow in spite of ourselves, meaning Kaylin and I, <laughs> so you guys, you guys are the, the magic that makes it work, so we appreciate uh, the blessing that you've been to us. And just a little point of clarification, if there's some new listeners on that aren't quite familiar with what Kaylin is talking about with um, Misty Weatherford and Mishak Oching. So they were the pro um, champions, Mishak for bodybuilding and Misty for pro bikini mm-hmm. at P4P Undefeated. And uh, they were the first king and queen of the hills. So that means if they come back in 2019, um, they have a chance to win an extra bonus if they defend their pro titles. However, if somebody comes and knocks them off of their hills, they win their bonus instead. So these are our first two kings and queens of the hill, and as part of their prize package, they basically get their physiques on a uh, P4P product for the next year. So when you're ordering your uh, Alter Ego Pop Rock, this year, yes. it's going to come with Misty Weatherford on your label. So yeah. I think that's awesome. I think that's great recognition and publicity for the work that they've done, their pro status, and, you know, just the um, sparkle that they bring to the stage because that's really what it is. And um, so look for her. I'm not sure which product Meshack's going to be on yet. I haven't seen. I haven't heard. But Misty's label uh, was just rolled out. You can see it on um, – Facebook, I know that Joseph Bolton, who is a uh, co-founder, part of the triad that founded P4P Muscle, he's got it on his page, but I'm sure the P4P Muscle Signature Series Facebook page, they've got it there as well. Um, It's also uh, been shared on the Midwest Muscle Facebook page. So if you want to check it out, it is all there. And if you want to see it up close, place your order for the P4P Alter Ego Pop Rocks. It is good stuff, and it's actually kind of freaky once you hear <laughs> those <laughs> those pop rocks hit the liquid, and then all of a sudden it's instant popping in your shaker, your blender bottle. Yeah. So it's all good. That's it's all it. good. So it's, it. it is. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Meshach's label is going to look like. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Missy says she's sorry she couldn't make today's show, but she will plan one in the future. And also, she says that she will sign our tubs. She will autograph them for us whenever we get a chance to meet up with her. Awesome. Well, we will definitely make sure she delivers on that promise. So that will be a fun yes, photo op when we do get the chance to see her again. So, uh, and you know, I, I don't know. I think that's a good note to end on. That's all I've got. Do you have anything else to Thank add to the cause? Snickerdoodle. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Snickerdoodle is snickerfoodle, except for when it's chocolate. So, on behalf <laughs> of <laughs> Kaylin Patterson, myself, and the boys from P4P Muscle, your body is a temple, so let's build it. <laughs>